All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, welcome to another episode. I think that's how I open the podcast. And we'll go, welcome to another episode of Get Bessos. It's Hale, Richard Warren Sears, and James Cashpenny. Uh, I don't know if it's a discombobulating. I mean, for a storyteller, this is this, but I think it's discombobulating a tale. Uh, let me see if I can make if I can make it through this one in record time. This setup. So, Richard Warren Sears, James Cashpenny, retail titans of the uh, 1900s, somewhere in the 1900s. You know, still into the aughts, uh, whose stores still exist today. But, you know, they've greatly fallen from the retail empires they once were. But their founders have since long left the earth. And they were in, uh, supposedly, this it's a, a circumstantial, but they were in a place like Purgatory or Limbo. Ended up, they became best friends there. Uh, and then they decided, they said, hey, let's return to Earth because we don't appreciate this. Jeff Bissos, fictional character, runs a company called Amazon.com. And they said, well, geez, he's taking out our retail empires. Maybe we should escape purgatory and get him. They did that. But, it, you know, as, as, as in all discombobulations happened, then they all became kind of friends. You know, and then as, as happens in... Uh, story convoluted stories like this one. They had to save hell, the three of them, which they did by re- you know because well hell got uh, kind of nuked. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, divinely nuked or something? So they started another hell to protect Earth, uh, to protect human beings with the best intentions, but they kind of misplanned that. Ended up crashing the population on Earth. Almost totally, except for one civilization, one community uh, was built in the aftermath. You know, long story. That didn't even happen in in any story, you know, that could ever be sensibly written down. Uh, but they, they, this other community rose, ended up as, as, as a community was a near utopia. So hell was not getting any new customers because this utopia... And so then uh, they got a message from heaven that said, hey, we're shutting you down. No no reason to have a hell anymore. And all the people that work there and that enjoy each other's company, you know, the the, the people that aren't, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. They sent everybody out of there. So all the patrons or the hell clientele, I didn't realize that rhymes, hell clientele, um, so they said, well, geez, we got to figure out a way to get these sinners. So James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears headed to this near utopia, ironically called Bissos because Jif NRW had also conspired to save humanity. And he said, okay. And, uh, you know, has your belief been to... He'd say, well, geez, I don't know what's happened to my suspension of disbelief. They think you've, and I say, well, good, maybe I damn, you know, maybe I took the governor off of it. Uh, but so, where were we? So, uh, R.W. and James Cashman, he headed to Bissos. I thought this was going to be fast to find sinners. They've just worked their way into the city. They've seen a bunch of people, and they're pretending they're troubadours uh, or actors playing R.W. and James Cashpenny. And I say, okay. And so that's where we last left off was they just met the city and they were headed uh, 
to, to, they said, we're actors. We can't wait to put on a show for all you wonderful people. Yeah, I got to take a breath. Um, yeah, and say, she's my critics all on my case right now that I didn't do it. But you said, that's kind of what the story's like. Uh, you know, maybe that puts you to sleep. Maybe I'll just keep talking here for a minute as I unwind. But yeah, as we open back up, we're at the courthouse, which has been not been used. So you say, okay, wait a second, there's another clue that this place might just be close to a utopia. No court. They say, that sounds heavenly. Um, so they're going to convert this courthouse, I think, into a theater. As we pick up on the latest episode of Get Bessos. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is your narrator here. And as we open this episode, it's in a courthouse, a, a large courtroom, actually. It didn't, unfortunately, just I was a little late getting to work, so I did not see. I didn't get the scooter's brain imagination projection of the ex- exterior of the courthouse. Uh, but the inside, which, and sorry about that, very unprofessional of a narrator. Uh, but remember, I never said I was omnipotent. So uh, it's a beautiful courthouse, uh, it, it's a large courtroom. Oh boy, I'm a little flustered, but notice I, I'm still able to have my tone. Uh, don't tell Scooter about any of this, because I was uh, that ghoul was. He said, Do you, I want you to be the one narrator that doesn't. And so Scooter sighs. But anyway, back to so this courtroom. It's large. Uh, something. There's still a giant pedestal. Uh, surrounded by wood, uh, uh, what are those things called? Separators or things. Jane, imposing thing that you could see the judge would sit on. And then to the side of that, uh, close to the judge is a witness stand. And to the left, if we're facing the judge, seems to be. And to the left, to the left, uh, you could see where there's a for workers, this, uh, the transcribe person and then to the right I think this is a little ju- jury area and then there's just here's the courthouse it even has the things on the sides with the, if you were at the opera they'd be the pricey seats and there's a second balcony in the back so this must be a big deal courthouse but in the courtroom at the front of the courtroom not far from the judge's uh the head of the judge's pedestal, or whatever we would call it. You know, I guess I'd say I'll take a narrator's uh, right and say a judge's roost. It's James Cashpenny, Richard Warren, Sears, and Anya, the representative of Besso. So let's just join them. All right, this is uh, quite the place. Yeah, but this will just be fine. This will just be fine. Thank you for your time, Anya. Okay, gentlemen, I just wanted to... Yeah, 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 thank you, thank you. Well, I just want to make sure we know. Now, what what do you have? Do you, Are you just going to do a two-man show? Like, what, what... Because I have to start, you know, the process of, uh, you know, finding out. I'm sure it'll be... I'm sure we'll fill this plaque this place. We've never... We'll figure out the logistics and everything. It's been so long since we've had this place filled. Oh, we'll fill this place, believe me. Uh, 
you know, this is going to be the, the great, greatest, uh, you know, the greatest of all time. I just need to know what the show is going to be about, the length, and casting. Okay, well, but, you know, my art, you know. Hey, okay, thank you, Anya. R- Richie, can I take it from here? Uh, my assistant, James, will speak to you from here on out. Yeah, we're, we're, we, we, you know, we like to kind of, do, you know, we, you know, because, excuse, excuse me, and just step over. So we got to do it in character, believe it or not. Because yeah, of his method of acting. So it would be better if you weren't here to kind of negotiate the show. Because uh, I don't want to, I get a little self-conscious, you know, because I know it looks weird, you know, because I'm not, I'm not, told, you know, I can be method, but not quite as method as Richie. You know, as I call, you know, okay, because he, he's listening in anyway. Uh, I mean, you see, so uh, why, we'll, we'll have everything ready. We'll, we'll, we should, we'll, we'll work on, we're going to go right to work right now on, on the ideas for the show. Thank you so much, okay? And just we'll, we'll, we'll be done. We'll be done in a few hours. Well, okay, I'll have, um, you know, there, there's actually the, 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 the jury room we're going to have made up into a bedroom for you guys so that you could work right here. And it'll be top of the line. And there's actually a full locker room there for the we never had it anyway it's not important but you know it's it's very nice this is just like it'll be just like a hotel there's a kitchenette in there and entertain well there's a little bit of entertainment stuff uh any board games is there Catan in there Annie, would you like to play a game of Catan with uh james and i Okay, just ignore it. Just okay. That's great. Thank you so much. Have a good afternoon, and we are going to get right to work. Okay, goodbye, gentlemen. Uh, good day. Good day to you. So we're going to be living in the courthouse, James. Yeah, thanks, Annie. I'll see you later. Um, yeah, it looks like. I mean, we'll be living in the jury quarters, which I guess those are quarters. So yeah, I'll be. Uh, so this will be just like we're, you know, like a couple of London buskers. We're really doing this up. Holy cow. Uh, so I have a couple ideas, James. I think I have an idea of what the show will be. Richie, I don't know about this show idea. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get out of it because she seemed really serious and stuff. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm also wondering if they're, oh boy, if they're really probably listening to us, Richie. Uh, of course they're listening to us, James. That's why I'm, I'm a method actor. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, just remember, don't just be yourself. Don't act. Okay, I will not act at all. Uh, but no, no, I have ideas about our show, James. Uh, you're going to need to listen to me on this one. Uh, listen, Richie, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think that doing a show is a bad idea. Uh, until we have a great show. Okay, now you're ready to work the mic. I just don't know if we have a show worthy. You know, I'm having second doubts. Come to this great city. Oh, boy, you're doing good now. You might. And, uh, yeah, but I'm serious about this big city. And the most we've ever performed for is, uh, you know, small groups, you know. Uh, Like, you know, the guys in that. Right, small groups. uh, Mostly just Jiv. Yeah, mostly like that guy Jiv that we met at that one wherever that was, North Texas. So, yeah, I don't know if I can perform for in that we could come up with a show. for. It's, I don't know. I'm nervous. I would just rather assimilate 
It just feels too risky, too attention-drawing, too likely to backfire and blow up in our faces and, you know, go terribly wrong, you know, when there's no reason to, when we could just kind of try to assimilate and, and, and get to know people and figure that stuff out without any song and dance. Oh, there'll be no song and dances in the first act. And no re, you know, because uh, no reason to draw attention to ourselves, because I'm not comfortable with that, Richie. Okay, James. I'm kind of confused. But anyway, you're going to have to trust me as usual. I'm, uh, but I have an idea for the show uh, that we will do. Uh, so, so you don't have to worry. You just have to trust me. That really, oh, well, I don't know about that. Listen, James, James, come up here and have a seat here in this chair here inside this this little. Uh, it's, it's I think it's called like a. I don't know what it's called. It's for the. Uh, isn't this for the? Uh, just just sit a witness stand. Just sit in the witness stand, okay. Uh, look at how nice that chair is. Oh, yeah, it's just nice, and, and you can lean on this, uh, these railings. And let me tell you uh, about uh, the show we're going to be doing. It's called A Case for Sin, James. What do you think of that? That's a title that'll, sell, that'll put butts in the seats, as they say. A Case for Sin, Richie. Yes, A Case for Sin. It'll be, uh, I, I will play... Uh, a version, I, I think I'll play Basil Bub, Basil Bub, or you know who. I haven't written it yet, James. Don't worry, I will. But we'll be making, it'll be where people don't know. They, they'll think it's a joke, but it'll plant the seed. All the great stuff about sinning you're missing out on. Okay, so you're going to make like a, a, sin, a sin advertisement. Uh, no, no, no. It'll be a musical show, a drama, a drama with comedy elements, a farce, tragedy, comedy. Uh, just like I was going to hide in those messages, uh, it'll showcase all the wonders of sinning in a way that is, you know, where people say, oh, this is a, and they and then they get, they say, that was hilarious when that guy was, you know, the French style kissing James. And they'll say, and they'll get home and they'll wonder about it. And then they'll say that those two weren't even, you know, it was just a kiss, you know. Do you, do you know what I mean? You're talking about a scene that I'm not, you're talking about a scene that you're seeing in your head, but you're not communicating, so I don't know what you mean. Okay, James, a man goes to, to a doctor's office. And then stuff happens, and he said, the woman is not, the doctor is not his wife. But they have a moment, James. Their hands touch, and the doctor, she kisses the man in the French, the French style of kissing. Are you familiar with that, James? I mean, not, not in this, uh, yes, Richie, I'm familiar with it. And then, you know, the rest will be alluded to. Okay. And and then people will get home and they will say, My, you know, I wonder what that would feel like. It, it, it'll create a subtle, subtle desire for them. 
Okay, what about something, so what about something even subtler than that, though? Because uh, then isn't a case for sin a little on the nose? Like, what about something like a little more metaphysical or like Pinocchio or, jeez, what's it? Did you see, what's that on the uh, judge's thing? Uh, I don't know, reach, reach over and grab it, can you reach it? Yeah, it's a little, it's a kid's book. Oh boy. Uh, what is it? Uh, it has a note taped to it. Uh, what does the note say? To James. Okay, so someone left you a book. Okay, well, there's a... Uh, my book's probably they're, they're, you know, they 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 don't need to send. Them. Oh, why would they send you? Does it say R W on there? No, it just says to Jane. Okay, what book is it? It's a uh, Chicken Little. Chicken Little. Yeah, it's Chicken Little. Let me just look through here. Yeah, it's Chicken Little. You familiar with the tale of Chicken Little, Richie? Uh, yeah, it's a ridiculous. Uh, it, who wrote that, Disney or uh, some other idiot? Uh, I think it's just a standard. You're familiar with the. Uh, I didn't mean to get into a debate here. But it, it's like the tale of the sky is falling. Uh, you know, chicken little, chicken little. Okay. So why would someone leave me the book? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because you, they, cause you're like that. They say, hey, because you, you, you're so worried. They must have known you were going to be, oh, I don't know what show we're going to use, Jay, Richie. I don't know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What are we going to do? Jeez, Richie, you're grouchy. Well, I'm just, uh, I mean, I didn't get a book, so it bothers me a bit. Uh, why don't you check at the front, see if they left you. You know, that's where when I get books from famous authors, they always say, to R.W., inspiration. Uh, you know, they say, nice, no, see if there's anything in the front of the book. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, it does say something, Richie. Oh, uh, what's it say, to R.W.? No, it says, time is short, Mr. Penny. Thank you for coming on behalf of my father and... And that's it. It says dot, 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 though. And the last dot is close to the first page. You know, then it goes to the book. Uh, whose father is it referring to? Uh, oh, boy. I don't, I don't. You're right, Richie. Maybe this was just left for somebody else. Uh, another Mr. Penny. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's Anya. Maybe we free. Maybe somebody. You're right. This is so confusing. You're right. Why would. Time is short. Maybe it's about to, oh, I know what it must be. Uh, what do you think? Well, I was going to pitch Pinocchio when you were telling me your ideas about sin and temptation. I was thinking we could do Pinocchio, but maybe we should do Chicken Little. Maybe this was someone's nudge uh, to say, hey, let's do Chicken Little. Maybe we could do a combination. I mean, Pinocchio, uh, we're not doing Pinocchio. What are you, Jif? Are you going to? No, 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 no. We're doing a case for sin. Your Honor, I present this man, James Cash Fenny. Uh, Your Honor, I'll be happy to uh, uh, tell you all about all the value of a case for sin. Uh, starring Richard Warren Sears, understudy James Cash Fenny. James Cash Fenny's up there, Your Honor. Uh, Richie, what are you doing? Now, Your Honor, uh, could I approach this to the stand? Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, Richie, would you, uh, Your Honor, could you could tell the witness to be silent? Thank you. Now, Mr. Penny, 
I have a few questions for you. Okay. Uh, Mr. Penny, are you familiar with the words propaganda? Yeah, I'm familiar with the word word propaganda. Uh, Yes, I'm familiar with the word propaganda. Uh, Well, you said it twice, so that was words. Uh, Now, are you familiar with why we are here, what our job is here, Mr. Penny? You had to perform a show at the courthouse. Uh, And what would be the purpose or goal of a play uh, named A Case for Sin? To to make a case for sin, Your your, your Honor? Uh, No, speak to me, James, not to the judge. Did I answer the question? Uh, Yes, thank you. Now, Your Honor, I think you'll see that as I talk to this witness, it's clear that uh, he has a grasp of the meaning of the word propaganda. He has a grasp of why we're here. And so I think he has an understanding of why we would do this play in this manner. And that his best friend, a leader, a man who could be trusted for his judgment, uh, will be able to help put together a play that will set forth an argument of the benefits of temptation, you know, via fictional play, of course, anyone that's listening uh, would understand that. And then the rest, human nature will take care of, as they say, you know, the human nature of acting. And with that, I rest my case, Your Honor. Okay, permission to redirect... Permission not granted. Your Honor, permission. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, sorry, uh, Barrister. Uh, Your Honor, I'd like to uh, present the, the definition of propaganda is, uh, involves the dissemination of information. Is that correct, uh, Mr. Uh, Richard Warren Sears? Uh, I guess that is correct. Yes, so sending out information is the most efficient way to spread uh, the word. Uh, and to uh, stoke uh, interest in a case for sin, correct, to disseminate information or interest, correct. Uh, that would be one of the goals of our, of a, pl- a propaganda. Uh, yes, James. Well, I would posit if, if we're here to do a job of entertaining and making a play, uh, we, we before we disseminate information, we should gather information. Uh, I don't see. I don't see. Uh, uh, please, uh, permission to treat the witness as hostile, Your Honor. I am not a witness. I'm the uh, commanding attorney here, Your Honor. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, uh, yes or no questions. Uh, please, please answer yes or no questions only. Uh, you're not making any sense. Uh, yes or no answers, sir. Uh, do most plays have auditions? Uh, yes. And wh- wh- when you uh, bring in people for auditions, do the directors and the creators of the show talk to those people? Uh, yes, or sometimes. You know, there's a, I've heard of casting directors, James. Okay, well, if we were conducting interviews, the uh, auditions, would we be talking to the applicants, to the cast that is auditioning for your brilliant play. Uh, yes. And if we were bringing people to audition to see if they were going to be good and a good fit in your show, 
wouldn't we take a few minutes to develop rapport and get to know them a little bit? Um, uh, no, I can usually judge a book by its cover. But if we were in the interest of gathering information before we disseminate the information, and to, you know, to, if we are going with this method school of acting, wouldn't we therefore uh, take the time just to get, to get everyone comfortable and, and then also to see, you know, just in case the, the cover of the book is a, a method actor, uh, to make sure they could handle the brilliant play and to be able to then disseminate the information you're going to have them carry? Oh, uh, yes, yes, I, I agree, Your Honor. I concur. And I was also wondering if I could ask, Your Honor, if I could, if I could be so bold as acid brilliant uh, R.W. You know, I was wondering if your play, if it would have any quarantine scenes or medical scenes at all. Uh, uh, could you could you rephrase the question or read a read a, Your Honor could ask the you know redirect or so whatever. Uh, tell me more, please. Well, I was just thinking if we were going to have, if you had anything like that, you know, that we'd have to cast for that. Probably put out a casting call. Best people would be people that, you know, especially in a method acting environment that are familiar, you know. Okay, so what are you saying, James? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, you know, start writing the play since you're in charge of it. But you say if we were bringing in any actors, actresses, uh, they would be. For the quarantine scene, quarantine scene, you know, we'd want them to be realistic, like people that have worked in a quarantine before. Uh, yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes, you, yes. Oh, yeah, that's the first scene I'm going to write, Quarantine in Hell. I think I'll call it. Maybe you could write a song for that, James. Quarantine in Hell. It writes itself, it's, I mean, obviously with my mind at the helm. And, uh, Your Honor, permission to dissolve this courtroom drama? Okay, thank you, Your Honor. Uh, uh James, I still have to treat you, a ho- you know, somewhat hostily, but in a more casual. So tell me more about your ideas here. Well, I was just thinking we put out an open casting call, nine actors encouraged. You know, we start to think about, uh, you know, quarantine, other things. Uh, are you saying the woman from the quarantine... Uh, may, may audition for this play. Well, we never met anybody that was at the quarantine, Richie. But but I'd say that that it's possible. But it probably pretty. I mean, this I think this is going to be a popular thing, and we could try to get stuff in and see if we could try to find any more people we're looking for, and just interview people and get to know them in order to get an idea of what uh, you know what things are like around here. Okay, I'm liking what you're saying. I think I, I think I could agree to these ideas. Okay, Richie, then I think we'll put out a call for people, that, medical, medical people, people that have worked in a quarantine, or we could pitch it like uh, uh, actors that could play non-medical medical staff in a, working in a quarantine in an unfamiliar place or something. Okay, okay, I better rewrite that, huh? Uh, let me grab a pen and a paper here, and uh, okay, I'll put I'll put it. You're starting with beautiful. You can't put that on a casting call. Uh, you, anyway, this is. Am I the director, James? 
Your Honor, I throw myself on the mercy of the court. Oh, so you're the comedian now. Okay, oh boy, so funny. Okay, what else do we need, James, other than a... What other uh, gathering are you planning on doing? I was thinking uh, someone... uh, For a character... Uh, orphaned or estranged from a parent or both parents. Okay. A character whose parents had a huge influence on 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 the foundations of a society. Okay, that sounds terrible. I'll have to rewrite that. Can I recheck it? Okay, just keep going. What else? A uh, character with the inner works, workings of uh, local politics. Okay, I don't. I don't think they'll know what that means, James. I just put it down. I just say it's because of our own ignorance or something. Uh, well, but James came up with this list, most of it, except for the beautiful parts, of course. Uh, James, what about some uh, regular people? You know, actually, Richie, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, that, of course it is. Uh, you know, so should I just put out uh, some regular people? Uh, what about actors and actresses to play a variety of roles, everyday roles, as a part of our society uh, here in Get Bessos? Oh, so Get Bessos is going to be a setting. Uh, may, I guess, it, w- will it be a setting, Richie? Uh, yeah, I think this. I think I'm thinking that this courthouse... Will itself be both a stage and a setting, James? What do you think about that? That sounds pretty deep, actually. So you're saying that it would, uh, that at some point the trial will be taking, you know, we might as well use this space, you know. Well, I guess, yeah, is that why it's called a case for sinning? Uh, yes, a case for sinners, a uh, case for sinning, sinners, a case for sin, James, is what I was calling it, but it, it could be a case for sin. No, 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 that's it, James. Put it on the playbill. I can't wait to see the people frowning when they see this Saturday's performance. Uh, the role of Richard Warren Sears will be played by James Cash Penny, understudy. And buffoon, uh, because that's like an extra layer, you know. That that's a uh, uh, thanks, 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 buddy. Uh, James, I just have one more thing. Uh, you know, did you read that book? Did, did you read Chicken Little? Are you familiar with the Chicken Little? I think Richie. I mean, the sky's falling. Uh, you know, uh, it's also called a henny penny. You know, is that? I, I think someone just left it for a message for you. Okay, so it's like Chicken Little is Henny Penny? It depends. Actually, you know, I've read the book a few times. Uh, But there's Chicken Little. There could be sometimes Chicken Little is Henny Penny, I think. But other times there's Henny Penny. There's Coxy Loxy, Turkey Lurky, Ducky Lucky, Lucy Goosey Goosey Lucy. Uh, You know, it could be It's a little bit nonsensical, James. But don't you think it's strange that it's Henny Penny? And your James Cash Penny. Okay, but who's uh, who? Who's uh, whose fault is it? Like Chicken Little saves everybody, right? Uh, no, James. Uh, Chicken Little gets hit on the head with an acorn, thinks the sky is falling because he overreacts because he doesn't have a leader. You know, he thinks he's the leader instead of confiding in a calm visionary. <clears throat> 
uh, he runs around, you know, uh, and he says, oh, Henny Penny, Lucy Goosey, the sky's falling. We got to go tell the king. Uh, don't you remember any of this? This was propaganda, James. Don't you remember anything? So this is just making my case further. And then they go and they he's getting other animals is the point. Oh, you know, ducky lucky. Oh, rooty booty. Turtle Bartle, whatever, you know, if you want to, there's, you know, I have had a time when I could make kids laugh and I'd say, Turtle Wordle, and I could do a turtle move. Really, Richie? Maybe you are suited to write this play. Oh, yes, watch me, watch me move like a turtle. This is Turtle Wordle. Hey, did you make Turtle Wordle up? I believe I did. I don't think anyone else has made up Turtle Wordle. Uh, but all, all the other words are words where Wordle, that's not a word. This is a Wordle, James. It's like a waddle, but a turtle does it, you know, because a turtle can't waddle like a duck because it doesn't have. Okay, I, I gotcha. Uh, but the point of the story is Chicken Little gets everyone whipped into a mass hysteria, James. And uh, then what happens? Uh, doesn't it end up that he's right, I thought, or he calms everybody back down? Oh, boy. No, no, no. Foxy, Loxy, James. Foxy, Loxy. He says, hey, come on, I got you a place to hide right in here, in me belly. And that's the end of the They never get to the king. Or he says, I'll give you a ride on my back. You know, he tricks them, James. Okay. Yeah, Richie, you're right. I guess I was thinking of some other chicken little where it ended better. Well, probably in your world, James. You know, you're just Mr. Optimistic. Oh, chicken little, calm down. Take a breath. It'll be fine. Right? Right, Richie. It was so... Yeah. I wonder why someone would leave that book for me then. So chicken little says the sky is falling and it doesn't work out. Uh, well, in some versions, what is the version you, why don't you look through the version you have? I, I don't think I want to, Richie. Right now, I'm, now I'm kind of wondering, well, it'll probably tell, I mean, why do, if you think someone was saying, left it for you. I think the message, James, is you need to calm down. Because you I think that's probably how the book ends. Is, uh, that, uh, you, you end up getting everybody worked up instead of enjoying the play. And then someone comes in and says, hey, don't, the fox is anti, you know, in this case, uh, between you and me, the fox would say, hey, don't anybody, just do, do, there's no case for sin here, no play. You know, we need to make our case for sin, the, the beautiful play, if everybody's listening, you know, that we're going to do. Why do you always say that? That just brings it to, uh, don't worry about it, James, I'm just being myself, R.W., uh, but that's it, I'm going to go, uh, uh, finish rewriting these, uh, cast this casting call. Okay, I think I'm just going to stay here and read this chicken little. Yeah, Henny Penny James, that's a proper title most, well, sometimes. All right, goodbye. Hey, everybody, this is the narrator. It looks like James Cashpenny is reading a book alone. And when it's given us privacy, we don't want to intrude on it and find out how that story ends. Do we? Or maybe we do. Maybe we'll come back and find out. All right. I'll see you next week. Yeah, so I wanted to tell to thank everybody I saw at the opera. 
I don't know what the offer was because I went in the crowd the first person. It was all these people that had helped via Patreon. And I saw like Michael W. And I saw Sheena G. I was like, hey, thanks so much, Patty H. Christy G. I don't know if they, they, say, they said, I don't know the difference between the low, I think loge seating, but I like saying loge. And I saw Lisa M. Adrian. D or Adrian D and Elisa, uh, and they were said they said hi thank you apologize uh, for being a total screw up and I saw Heather C, uh, Jamie S I saw there Brandon B and actually the whole time I was walking unfortunately I chose to walk through so I said excuse me thank you uh, very much as I said you know excuse me thank you very much Hiram. F, thank you, excuse me, Meryl S, excuse me, thank you for, thank you, good night, Will T. And I said, maybe I shouldn't, and I said, oh, sorry, Sarah and Josh K, thank you, excuse me, thank you, good night, Derek B. Uh, excuse me, thank you, and I fell on Joe L and Bo L, but two different L's. And I said, oh, goodness, excuse me, both of you. They said, you two met each other, wonderful people here, thank you, and thank you, and good night. And that was the end of the row, so then I I just said, well, this is Josh T, thanks, and good night. Performers at some point started shushing me, because it turns out it was, an op- you know, the opera. But I saw Elizabeth L, I said, yeah, yeah, Allie P. And I was like, thanks, and good night, everybody. And then somebody in stage cleared their throat. And I saw Liz C, I said, hey, thanks, and good night. Shelly W, I said, thanks, and good night. Allison C. I said, yeah, thanks again. You know, Automel. Hey, thanks and good night, Chris and him. And then I just started walking back up and down the aisle. And I guess it was still in Loge. Could have been the orchestra. Because there was grumblings in the orchestra pit. They started throwing uh, paper, wadded up, uh, whatever they called, musical sheets. And I said, hey, this is Jennifer W. Hey, thanks and good night. I saw Zelda. And I said, holy legend, thank you and good night. Oh, that's so legendary. And I saw Alex B, thanks and good night to Alex. LC, I said, thanks, LC. Sherry H, I said, thanks and good night. Anna G, I said, thanks and good night. Uh, Allison S, I said, thanks. And then Bonnie, I said, hey, thanks and good night. So Karen G, I said, hey, buddy, thanks and good night. Karen C. And I was thanks and good night. At that point, they just started playing music like it was the Oscars, and they were trying to get me off stage. Uh, but I said, I have a noise-canceling podcast. I saw Susan H. Jody T. So thanks and thanks and good night. Christopher A. was sitting there with the, he, he had a, the opera glasses. So then I went back. I bought a ton of, and I handed those to Robin K. Here's your opera glasses. They're imaginary, though. And they said, you guys can start the show just as soon as I give out all these opera glasses for Josh J. Thank you and good night. Gal R, I got some opera glasses. Thanks and good night. Alan H, I said, thanks and good night. I saw Dana C, I said, oh, there you go. Thanks and good night. Pamela B, I said, hey, thank you and good night. Uh, Jessica C, I said, hey, thank you and good night. Uh, Scott S. I said, here's some opera glasses. They're imaginary, but they'll help because otherwise the performers are going to get really mad. Johnny M. 
I said, thank you, Dana A., Nadia, uh, Tony T. I said, hey, thanks for getting here. Some fake opera glasses. Miko H., I said, thank you and good night. Mona R., I said, yeah, you know what? This performance, the show will go on when I'm done. And thank you and good night. I saw Melissa. I said, hey, thanks and good night. I saw Ota. 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 So Ota, I said, hey, thanks and good night. I saw Kara, Kara, F, thanks and good night. Here's some hopper glasses. Uh, Lee. I said, here you go. Here's some opera glasses. I said, Jennifer L. I said, I'm out of opera glasses. No, I'm not because they're here. They're imaginary anyway. Here you go. Kathy K. I said, here's some opera glasses and enjoy the opera whenever it starts. I said, are you almost ready to get started? And then they growled. And I said, here's Andrea B. She's going to have some imaginaries just so they can enjoy your performance even more. Thank you and good night. I saw Danielle. I said, here you go. Thank you. And Victoria Ellis said, thank you and good night. Enjoy the show. Rob C. I said, hey, Rob C., here's some fake opera glasses for the fake opera that somehow still irritated at me, even though they... Thank you and good night, by the way. And Jessica S. I said, hey, Jessica, thanks and good night. I saw Lawrence L. And I said, don't worry, they'll, 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 they'll perform. And then Rachel and I say, yeah, thank you and good night. This show's ready to, uh, just about ready to start. And then I guess they went on strike. And I said, well, this is Ben H. Thanks and good night to Ben H. Gary C., I want to say thanks. And here's some opera glasses anyway. And here's a drink ticket for, you know, I guess it's, we could say it's a intermission. And Danielle, I said, enjoy this uh, drink. Champagne for everybody. Except for me, I'll have, you know, apple juice. And I saw Bexar. I said, hey, you came all the way here. Thanks and good night. Andrea L. I said, hey, thanks and good night. And Diane W. I said, yeah, thanks and good night. Julie B. Tom W. Victoria E. Everyone's over Neo. I said, all right, thanks, everybody. Thanks and good night. And then I said, but then I said, right when the eyebrows about to say, I said, oh, no, wait, there's a PayPal section of people to thank. And I saw Carolina B. I said, Carolina, thanks and good night. And there's Margaret H. I said, Margaret, thank you so much and good night. And S. Scott S. Triple S. They said, hey, Scott, thanks and good night. So much. And I said, here's the opera glasses. Opera was supposed to start, but then, you know, I met, you know, and I saw Teresa S. I said, thank you, Teresa. Thanks and good night. Here's some opera glasses. And I said, oh, wait, I was giving out drink tickets. I already forgot. And then Stellar S. I said, thank you and good night, Stellar. And I saw Sarah. Then I saw Sarah. And Cheryl A. I said, you want some champagne and opera glasses? Everybody have it all. Here, thank you and good night, Cheryl. And I saw Nancy M. I said, thank you, Nancy. Thank you and good night. And I saw Brittany B. I said, hey, thanks, Brittany. Thank you and good night. Meredith S. I said, here's tickets. And uh, and I said, why don't we get these opera people? Let's just cheer for the opera people to come back. And thank you and good night. And I saw Kara. I said, all right, everybody, opera, grab your seats. Opera's starting. Thank you. And then everybody was asleep, so then the opera, I said, oh, well. 
No opera. But thank you and good night to all.